my favorite thing about being my own boss is the flexibility that I have. Um, so I, I compete in powerlifting and as I get closer to uh, competition, my training can take an hour and a half to two hours. And if I was working a standard nine to five job, I'd have to squeeze that in whenever outside of my work, but I can block off two hours in the middle of the day, make it work to be optimal for me uh, when I need to. So that's, that's super nice. You're listening to Business in Board Shorts, the only podcast dedicated to coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. Let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey, Kelsey, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Let's tell listeners where you are located. I am in Buena Vista, Colorado. We're about three hours from Denver, uh, hanging out in the mountains. I live at 8,000 feet elevation. Um, so it's starting to snow, even though it's just now end of September. The weather's pretty uh, temperamental, um, but we got, I don't know, we got hit with fall this week. So like this past weekend, highs were in the 70s, upper upper 70s, like 80 degrees. Um, and then lows this whole week are below freezing. What's the entrepreneurship vibe like there? Um, I think almost everyone kind of has, uh, a side hustle at least if not an actual, their own independent job. Um, I live in a small town. There's probably about 5,000, 6,000 people who live here. Um, so a lot of small local businesses, uh, and we do a pretty good job of supporting one another, which is great. Um, so as a physical therapist, I've reached out with local gyms, um, massage therapists, the other PTs in town. And, um, you know, we kind of all know where our niche is and, and feed people appropriately to where they need to go. Yeah. Let's talk about the niche that you have. Um, so I'm a doctor of physical therapy, but I'm also a pelvic floor physical therapist and a strength coach. Um, so my, my domain is mostly like high level athletes. Um, but anyone really who's dealing with um, performance issues related to um, their pelvic floor. So incontinence, pregnancy, postpartum. I've worked with teenagers. Like today, I just saw a teenager. She's 16. Um, avid runner, mountain biker, but having issues with her pelvic floor. Um, all the way up to yesterday, I had a client who is 67 um, dealing with osteoporosis and pelvic floor things. And resistance training helps those issues as well. Um, so that's, that's my passion is just really getting those individuals who are limited to what they, you know, want to be doing, um, and, and use my knowledge to help them uh, get back to what they want to do. Did you always want to specialize in those areas or like, what was, uh, like, what was the turning point that you're like, Hey, I gotta go down this particular path. Yeah. Um, no, actually, originally I never wanted to be a public floor PT, um, I, I you know, learned about it in school and I was like, that's cool. Not for me. Um, but living out here so remotely there, there's limited access, uh, to specialized services like that. So I, um, got some additional education because I was having to send my patients an hour, 15 minutes away, uh, for just, you know, a what 40 minute treatment. And then I have to drive back another hour and 15 like that's just not feasible for people out here. Um, so that's one reason why I pursued Pelt 4 PT. Um, the strength and conditioning component just kind of came along. Like personally, in my personal life, I just got interested in CrossFit and then powerlifting and then kind of just ran with it. Like, hey, this is 
fun and this empowers people and why not learn how to do it. Do you like having that variety of ages, uh, you know, different, different types of clientele, you know, like every day is different then? Oh yeah. I love that. Um, I would go nuts doing the same thing every day. And that's one reason why I got into physical therapy, uh, because everybody's different. Um, even if it was, you know, so black and white as a total knee replacement, like everybody's different, even though they had the same surgery. Um, and so I love the variety. I think I would go nuts if I did the same thing every day. And how about from the entrepreneurship angle? Did you grow up with parents that were doing their own thing or like, when did that start for you that you wanted to, to do your own thing? Yeah. I mean, looking back at my childhood, my parents had pretty standard jobs. Um, I think my, my dad does it. And there was a, a point where he was like helping people fix their computers on the side, but nothing major really came of that. Um, I never really wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, it just kind of fell in my lap, I guess. The easiest way to explain it, you just kind of fall in. I just stumbled into it. I didn't have a game plan. I didn't have a business plan. Um, But people would seek me out for um, either either for like just training, like, hey, I know you're into fitness and you're a PT. Can you give me some exercises? Or uh, I had a series of events where people, different people who I was connected with in various ways would reach out to me about like, Hey, um, I have an athlete who's really struggling with postpartum return to CrossFit, or, um, you know, I just had a kid and I'm having issues with this. And so I wrote an ebook, uh, cause I literally was answering the same questions so many times. And then from there it turned into COVID happened. And then I was programming for people on the side and then it turned into, I don't have a job. So why don't I make a job for myself? Um, and then just really love the idea of crafting a space, um, that, that represented what I, I can bring, uh, to people, um, through empower, uh, physio and, uh, yeah, it just kind of turned into its own thing and it's become more than I ever thought it would be, but it's been really fun getting here. Where would you like to see it two, three years down the road? Oh, two, three years down the road. I'd love, I'd love for it just to be, um, Gosh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, obviously I'd love to like build my clientele and have a a better base of, you know, income that way. But I think what I would be the most passionate about is getting back to doing in-person clinics and gyms. Um, One of my favorite things to do is coach coaches and, uh, you know, with COVID and gym shutting down, just how travel regulations have changed and all that. It's been really hard to pursue that. Um, So I'd love to see that happen um, and just become more on like the backside of rehab preventatively and, and helping ground coaches and the skills that they need to make their athletes healthier. So I don't see them as injured athletes because uh, I, I want people to stay, you know, doing what they want to do. There's two things I love catching rays and catching new business, but getting tan is a lot easier than getting your business found online. If you're struggling to get new customers from your website, let my decade of experience work for you. Surf on over to callmect.com and fill out a quick form. I'll be sure to answer as soon as I get back from the beach. Let's switch to the entrepreneurship side. So what is your favorite thing about 
being your own boss? My favorite thing about being my own boss is the flexibility that I have. Um, so I, I compete in powerlifting. And as I get closer to uh, competition, my training can take an hour and a half to two hours. And if I was working a standard nine to five job, I'd have to squeeze that in whenever outside of my work. But I can block off two hours in the middle of the day if I don't have clients or don't have calls and, um, you know, make it work to be optimal for me uh, when I need to. So that's that's super nice. What would you say is a on, uh, underrated quality that an entrepreneur has? We always hear about the hustle or um, maybe time management, just like some of the cliche answers. But what would you say is something, or maybe it's just something that you've realized that, yeah, I need to be better at this or uh, that maybe you didn't think about when you started? I think as an, as an entrepreneur, like you are constantly, like your business is yourself, right? So you're, you're constantly representing um, one of the most like vulnerable parts of who you are because you've created this thing, you've crafted this thing. Um, and so I think that ability to be like transparent and vulnerable is super underrated, but super necessary because any conversation I have with anyone, um, you know, yes, it's about our relationship, but then it's also about my relationship with my business, which is myself. And so it's, it's, it's a vulnerable thing because you have to step out there all the time, but it's super important. Three questions close up the show. Okay. If you had a boat, what would you name it? Had a boat, what would I name it? Hmm. Let's go with the triumph. Okay. Any uh, reasoning behind that? It just sounds uh sounds like a boat name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Best business advice you ever received? Uh to set boundaries. Don't let it overwhelm your life. Do you feel like you did that at the beginning or were you always pretty good about that? I tend to steer further on the opposite side. Like I have to motivate myself to do business things rather than letting business things take over. I'm, I'm more on the, the far side of the pendulum, okay. if that makes sense. I got you. Best life advice? This is just a personal motto, but uh, it, you, can, you can make any mistake in the world sort of kill somebody. And as long as you learn from it, it doesn't really matter. Well said. Thank you very much for coming on. I wish you all the best. And where can my listeners check you and your business out online? Uh, they can check me out on uh, my website, empowerphysio.training, or on Instagram, empowerphysio underscore training. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks. You too. You're still here? Well, while I have you, if you found today's episode valuable or useful, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps to expand the reach of the podcast. And if not, then just forget the last 10 seconds. Thanks. Talk to you next week.